thought the job was done. They thought it was all behind them. But sometimes, the past doesn't stay where it belongs. Now, Brad and Andrew must fight to protect all that they've built. The stakes have never been higher. And the beer has never been colder. This year, the epic continues. This is the Brew and View Podcast. Tell me, Senator, did you nurse Catherine yourself? That was like a Boston handle. <laughs> did you, you nurse her yourself, Catherine? <laughs> tough and harbor. <laughs> Wicked tough nipples, yeah? Yeah. Gross! What a start. Welcome to the Broomview Podcast. Tell me, where will it tickle you? Here <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm <laughs> Andrew. Hello. We're back. Hello. We are back. We are back. Uh, it's It's been a little bit, but... Yeah. We call it a hiatus. Oh, hell yeah. High gravity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, life gets in the way. And, yeah. You know, we, we have our, our, our main jobs. Yes, our, unfortunately. Um, our uh, main podcast. If anyone wants to sponsor the show, however. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yes. Oh, well, we do yeah. kind of get sponsored. Yeah, we we uh, we appreciate all the support we can get, that we do get, mm-hmm. rather, is what I meant. So, I hope everyone's good out there. Everybody had a nice Halloween. Yeah. Everyone took some advice and watched some of the movies. I know, uh, well, I know we both indulged in some creepy, weird stuff. Yeah. And, um, and watched some so, movies and TV. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um but uh, along with Halloween comes some drinking in my neck of the woods. So uh, 
tell me what you're having or what you had recently. Uh, what I've had recently? Hmm. Well, or what you're drinking, whatever. Well, tonight I'm enjoying a Cabana Boy IPA uh, by uh, Urban South, and it <clears throat> is a coconut IPA. It's part of their... Uh, sorry, I don't know why my phone just made a beeping noise. Um, That's what they do. Yeah. No, it's not supposed to. It's our time. <laughs> Um, it is a coconut IPA. It's uh, a couple weeks ago. I had a Citralicious. Um, it is from the same, uh, hop centric series that Urban South has been putting out, uh, recently. And this one's fantastic. Nice. Uh, it is hoppy. There's just that suggestion of coconut. It's not like a full blown, like we've kind of talked about those, niche or um novelty novelty drinks yeah no this is i i could put a a four pack of this away no problem yeah it's a a great beer let me get some uh, particulars up here for you um i gave it a 425 on untapped and uh it's an american style ipa and uh, it's uh, 6.3% ABV and uh, 60 IBUs, so it's not uh, not too uh, too strong. But for something something with coconut, you know, kind of kind of on the higher IBU end. Um, but it is uh, dry hopped in two sessions and finished with coconut flakes. And it's uh, the hops in there are Citra and Mosaic. And then uh, the second dry hop session, they put in El Dorado hops. So it does have a nice complex flavor. Um, you get a, an array of hoppiness and just that smooth, uh, smooth tropical finish. Cool. Yeah, a couple of these, you'll be a, you'll be a cabana man. <laughs> uh, I heard Coca Cabana Beach is really bad now. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder. I, I think. Isn't that in, Believe isn't it. in Brazil? Yeah, or, I think so. Yeah, I like there was like 10, 10 beaches you don't want to go to. Huh. My son was looking. He always likes these lists on YouTube and like he'll fall down this rabbit hole of stuff. And usually I have to turn off the YouTube. But now. Uh, I got somehow sucked into this. One of, well, it was like 10 worst beaches you want to go to. Oh, worst beaches you want to go to. Yeah. That's clever. And one of them was that beach in uh, the plastic ocean, uh-huh. um, you know, where all that, just all that crap is and stuff like you just, you'll just pretty much eat away your body as you go in. But uh, one of them was, Ugh, there's like very regularly, there's like SWAT teams and people shooting at each other on the beach. So. Awesome. Sounds like a yeah. great beach. Yeah. So, anyways. In Rio de Janeiro, up. Brazil. Yeah. There we go. So, uh, stay at home and have a good beer instead. That's <laughs> Yes, my exactly. Advice. Oh, good. I like God. You like it. That's Urban South. Where's that at again? Um, that is about a mile from me. That's um, right. Yeah. So. Cool. Um, well, I am having uh, my wife texted me last week i was <clears throat> one of the reasons we didn't record is um, my stupid wife now um she was uh she had a conference for a couple of days so she was out of town and um so i was 
pretty much I was watching a boy, and whenever I'm watching a boy, he's he's very clingy, and if I'm if someone's not around, he tends to lose his mind. So, uh, but that's one of the reasons uh, we were having trouble recording last week. But uh, anyways, one good thing to come out of it was she texted me on her way home. She's like, "Do you want?" Uh, Imperial Double, an IPA or a stout? I was like, Imperial Double, of course. <laughs> so she stopped and got me a growler of Le Monster. Le, in Le Monster. Le, Le Monster. Um, from Happy Valley Brewing up in uh, State College, Pennsylvania. And it is an Imperial, I, uh, Imperial IPA, double Imperial, at 9.4 and 95 IBU. And if anyone knows anything about me... It is. I like high ABV and high IBU, um, and a nine point four and a ninety five, where they match up really close together, is pretty sweet. So um, <clears throat> it's a really good. Uh, uh, I, um, even uh, this is probably my. I pulled this is my third beer I've pulled out of it, so I'm down to about just a little sip of it right now. Um, but uh, it's. It's a little flatter right now than it was the first day I got it, but and that was about a week ago. Uh, but it still has that great taste. And sometimes, you know, when you get a flatter beer, you know, some beers just ruined by the loss of the carbonation. Yeah. Um, and other beers you just get different notes. It's not always as good, um, but I think uh, overcarbonized beer. Some or sometimes beer can be overcarbonized. Carbonized is that a, such a thing? Uh, it has a little sting in the nose. I, I find that some of this, uh, the sessions and and stuff like that, can have a little bit of um, uh, that, like back the throat, up the nose type of thing. You kind of feel it up there. Yeah. You, you yeah. feel me? Yeah. I'm, I, I follow. I follow. Um, but I don't know if I'm going around just to say I'm giving myself a reason to drink flat beer. So. <laughs> Uh, anyways, it's a good beer. I gave it a four point two five. Um, I really liked it. Um, if you're in, uh, it's it's real easy to find. If you're in State College, I know um, some of our listeners could and may uh, get close there. It's really easy to find. It's right off of three twenty two. So uh, check it out if you have a chance. It's a nice bar. We're probably going to hit it this weekend. That's where we're going uh, for a little uh, getaway. So um, yeah, I'm gonna have a nice little vacate this week, weekend so yeah get away to get a little drunk heck yes that's the whole point right yeah some of it <laughs> it's one of the one of the, one of the stopping points i'm so tired of drinking at home i need to go drink somewhere else exactly i need different things to look at um but i had some interesting stuff over halloween uh, good, i'd like good. to talk about um, I'm in. Let me bring it up here. A couple of things. Uh, one of the things, and I'm not sure if you've had it. I was going to ask you, but uh, uh, but I figured I'd save it for the pod. Uh, I had a uh, from Dogfish Head, mm-hmm. uh, Pennsylvania Tuxedo. Ooh, I have had that one before. You have. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let me. What did you think of it? Uh, it. When people say hoppy beers taste like pine trees, they have no idea what no they're idea. talking about <laughs> until they have a Pennsylvania tuxedo. <laughs> What's fascinating about this beer is it, it like, it has a um, it, when, when, uh, mouth forward taste mm-hmm. and, you know, finish and all that stuff. Like, this is something, like, for someone that's dumb and doesn't know how to 
like this is a good way to explain it right so like as soon as you taste it it is right in your face right in your nose all that pine it's like yeah. chewing on a pine cone but as it goes like through your mouth and down your throat it finishes like an ipa like and you don't have that lingering uh taste of pine mm-hmm. you know it, it it's a weird um it's a weird combination of flavor going into you yeah um it's refreshing and it's it's uh unique for sure it is it's a very unique beer and i'm looking at um i when i had it i gave it a 375 yeah i uh, i that sounds about right um cuz i don't think this is there's too many i could drink of this yeah, I think it came in a four pack, and I remember it getting easier, uh, easier to drink the more, the more I yes. had. Um, because it is, uh, I don't know, it it really has that piney flavor to it, and it, like you said, it's very forward, and it does finish clean, so it's got a nice like just it, it finishes like an ipa like you said but that initial um that initial taste is could be off-putting to some <laughs> oh i i can guarantee it i mean i i kind of i bogarted it because you know mm-hmm. the place i was at um the guy just shared one with me and i was like sweet you know yeah um but uh it was uh yeah i <coughs> Excuse me. I um, it was interesting. To yeah. say at least I think it was. It's a good beer. What's yeah. kind of neat is it like, um, the Pennsylvania tuxedo thing. It's a, um, yeah. It's a. It, it's two guys standing in flannels yeah. on the front of the thing, and it's a. It's a, kind of a an, a nod to the Central Pennsylvanian uh, hunter and uh, in, in their outfit uh, in in late. And just about this time of year when they're going out hunting. So it was a nice thing to see. It's someone, something I saw many, many, many times growing up. Yeah. But, um, do you have anything interesting? Uh, uh, whilst I had a couple, uh, a couple, uh, beers in the recent past. Let me, let me take a look. Let me take a journey. Well, in the meantime, I'll, I'll bring up another one that, yeah. uh, Jason, just recently had he had a narwhal imperial stout from sierra nevada and he the same guy gave me that uh, pennsylvania tuxedo gave me one of those nice. um and it was it's a very yeah J- jason says it's almost perfect too smooth to pass as imperial so i i would agree with that mm-hmm. um i would like to ha- i i think that stouts need to be are better out of a tap i think or because i drank this out of the bottle and it was just I, I think there could have been a little bit more drinking out of like a pint glass or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? To let it open up a little bit, I think. Uh, There's something yeah. about drinking a beer out of a, uh, a stout out of a, out of a pint. Yeah. In my mind. Yeah. I'm, I, I know, I know what you mean. Like, it's not the same thing, but there's just some like nitros you can't recreate out of a bottle that well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just, yeah, certain things are just better out of the tap. Yeah. Some people would say all, 
I'll, I'll go with certain. 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 There's different tastes you get out of cans and bottles. Mm-hmm. And some some um, fancy themselves to be better, you know? Yeah. So. Fancy. Uh, yeah. So did you find uh, yes. what you're um, looking for? So I had my first, I think... I believe my first introduction to Stone's Enjoy By series. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I had an Enjoy By 10.31.17, which nice. is Halloween. So I had it a few days prior, and uh, I liked it. I liked it. Um, it was an, a double IPA, uh, very hoppy, and uh, I mean, as, as the name would imply, it's... It, it tasted very fresh, so that was good. Um, I had a terrible beer. Oh, no. Yeah, a uh, pecan ale mm-hmm. from Abita Brewing Company down here in Louisiana. Um, Abita hits and misses for sure. Uh, this was just, like, it tasted like spring water and copper. I didn't get any, uh, like, it didn't taste, it's supposed to be a brown ale with with pecan flavors. Mm-mm. I didn't get any any sort of brown ale and definitely nothing extra like like pecan so so I was not happy with that but um I got back on track I I had a uh flesh and blood IPA first time in a, a long time I had one of those nice so you nice, had, nice. you've got one of those yeah, kicking I'm going to be cracking one of those open here in about yeah mm, 10 minutes maybe yeah good uh Good, good little beer, mm-hmm. um, and really good. Like, like you said, I think before we started, a good canned beer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I mean, it just goes down so smooth. Yeah, it really does. And I, I had that on Halloween night. I felt that was a, an appropriate name, name appropriately named beer. And I also had an Imperial Pumpkin Smash, which uh, is an Imperial Pumpkin beer, and. Uh, Where's that out of? Uh, from Crown Valley Brewing, which I don't know if I've had anything by them before. Let me take a look. Um, uh, Crown Valley Brewing. Uh, St. Genevieve, Genevieve, Missouri. So, never heard of them before, but yeah. uh, very good. Very good. Um, especially, I I don't inherently love pumpkin beers there's a couple that i really enjoy Mm -hmm. um and part of that is just the the fun of the season you know sitting down and watching a scary movie or two and knocking back a few seasonal few festive brews but this was really good it was um it was boozy uh it was uh it it just had the right again kind of like with the cabana boy it it's in there, but it's not the focal point. Yeah, uh, the pumpkin was so. So yeah, that was a solid one. I think I uh, gave that one a four two five. So yeah, I had some one miss and a couple of hits. So good. Yeah, yeah. A couple was yeah. better than one. Or couples, yeah, a couple yeah. better. Yeah. yeah, very good. Well, we got. Uh, Speaking of Jason, who had the uh, the narwhal, mm-hmm. uh, our buddy Tyler, who 
neither of us really know who that <laughs> is. Uh, but he had a, uh, an interesting one. Um, liquid Double Fudge uh, from mm. Evil Twin Brewing, which sounds interesting. Uh, does sound interesting. And it it's, uh, looks like a very dark and uh, very stouty stout stout. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Mr. Brennan had a uh, <clears throat> uh, Glorious from Lord Hobo Brewing. <laughs> and... Uh, and another, and one called "Wake the Wake the Dead" from "Wake Wake Up Dead." Mm-hmm. Sorry, instead of "Wake the Dead," "Wake Up Dead" uh, from Left Hand Brewing. I think I've had that. I, I think I actually the Russian have. Imperial. Oh, you know what? On on the beer front, I forgot that it's been a while. I found actually Brennan found a bottle shop for me where uh, they in in New Orleans. Yes, yeah. It's uh, close by, but a long drive is the best, best way I could explain it. Is it's about four miles away, but it takes 20 minutes to get there. It's just a, yeah. it's just a headache because um, the route is terrible. But, right. um, get on get your skateboard. <laughs> you must have never seen these roads. I, I would <laughs> die. I would just, I'd, I'd explode. Be <laughs> <laughs> your your trucks you'd need like uh, off-road trucks yeah yeah it's a miracle that cars even work on these roads um and sometimes saying, they don't you're saying the infrastructure isn't like a mainstay in new orleans like i never heard such a thing i know it sounds crazy uh yeah so I really, I don't know what it is. I've really had the ish to to hop on my skateboard too. Luckily, my uh, apartment is cement floor, so you know, shred in here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you go outside, you'll skate and die. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I like it. Yeah, it's um, great. So everything is priced by everything is priced individually. Um, they have a couple of beers on tap and, you know, some like leather lounge chairs, uh, if you want to just hang out there for a little bit. Um, but it's, it's nice to go somewhere where I can build my own six pack and, uh, cause there's so much stuff I want to try. Um, but I don't want to spend 10 to $13 on a six pack of a beer I've never had before. Yeah. And like I can look on Untapped, and you can kind of go off the general rating. But you know, if if a couple people really love it, and not a lot of people have checked in on it, that's really going to skew it. Yeah, so, for sure. So, so yeah, I'm really glad that uh, we could check that place out, and uh, that I picked up a Wake Up Dead Nitro bottle. Okay. Speaking of nitros not being as good out of the bottle. Well, I think that I was <laughs> he was drinking a nitro for that. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to giving that a try. Let's see see how it yeah. is. But I have had Wake Up Dead before and it's pretty good stuff. Pretty good. Yeah. Very good. And Mr. Peel or Orange Peel mm-hmm. had uh, a Reaper from Black Sheep, mm. a rye beer. Ooh. And uh he went back to the old engine oil again. Mm. I think he's had that before. So uh just uh a couple of the people following along with us on our on this journey we call hoppy journey hoppy journey yes hoppy 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 road hoppy river 
Um, so, yeah, there you go. Yeah. And you guys can follow us on Untapped if you're listening right now. Uh, we are Bruin View Pod. All yeah. one, no spaces, just type in Bruin View Pod. We're there. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, we've had a couple weeks off. Mm-hmm. I know we mm-hmm. each watched a bunch of stuff. Uh, it may not be all movies, mm-hmm. uh, but I think we can just, I think we just kind of wax and talk a little uh, good watches or fun watches or whatever. Or everything. I guess we can go right into right. our assignments from last. Yeah, time, yeah, so definitely. We're not, we don't leave them hanging. No. Mm. Uh. Um. Well. Uh. I don't. I don't know what, how you felt of your movie, so I'm going to okay. let you decide whether or not you want to get it out of the way, or you want to wait uh, to talk about it. Yeah, let's knock it out. There's not as not as many talking points. Um, okay. Uh, did you give this one a watch? I did not. Okay. No. Um, uh, I tried to sit down and watch it with Liam, and he just was having nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. He was not in the mood to watch. No, he was like, I "Get Army. this out of here. This is crap." This isn't scary. <laughs> he was not frightened by 2013's Frankenstein's Army. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, this is a found footage movie written and directed by Richard Raffhorst. R-A-A-P-H-O-R-S-T. Um, he's also done the art direction on some other movies I've never heard of. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think this is really his only, yeah, it's his only, well, it's just shy of being a full-length feature film, but uh, it's his only movie that's not credited as a short. Okay. Um, he, uh, this is weird. It says he came up with this story, an original idea, um, but it doesn't credit him as the screenwriter. Yeah, okay, I guess he didn't. Well, original um, idea and story. Yeah, it sounds like hmm. he 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 built the foundation of this. Anyways, uh, it is a, a movie that takes place towards the end of World War II, uh, with Russian soldiers pushing into Eastern Germany, and they stumble across a secret Nazi lab, one that has unearthed and begun experimenting with the journal of one Doctor Victor Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. The scientists have used the legendary Frankenstein's work to assemble an army of super soldiers stitched together from the body parts of their fallen comrades, a desperate Hitler's last ghastly ploy to escape defeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie is, it felt all over the place. Um, I'll give him credit uh, um, for... Uh, sticking with an, an artistic style, uh, it definitely does. They they try to um, give it uh, that authentic um, visual feel um, as far as like film quality and like the zoom and stuff like that um, was like uh, almost like flipping the uh, that like viewfinder. Like all mm-hmm. of a sudden it would cut closer and closer. So that was kind of interesting, something I've never seen before. Um, but this is a movie that I feel like if you spend – it takes 15 minutes. And in those 15 minutes, 
you will know if you want to sit and want sit through this or not. Okay. Um, it's only an hour and twenty four minutes long, so you know, fifteen. Yeah, once you get you, through that fifteen, you, you cut out a good it. chunk of it. <laughs> Have another two beers, and you're good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, as, as some of the characters, it looks like I'm looking scrolling through some of the vi- uh, images. Mm-hmm. It looks like. Um, did you ever play the video game Doom? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It looks like um, like a mix between Hellraiser and Doom. Yeah. There's, there's some. You know what? There there is some good um, creature design. Mm-hmm. Um. But I don't know. It just it didn't. This movie knew what it wanted to be. Uh. It just unfortunately it didn't didn't captivate me um so i uh i think that um there's a good sequence towards the end of the movie probably the last 20 minutes of the movie you actually get to meet the doctor who's like putting all this stuff this stuff these these soldiers together and um, Mm -hmm. That's kind of interesting, but it's it also is a little bit uh, too little too late. Um, the character design is cool, um, but you could just kind of flip through the photos. Um, yeah. The plot is very straightforward, but it also sometimes feels like they lose that. Like it just... Um, there's just it, it hits these kind of like it could have been a it could have been a much better short. It just seems yeah. to kind of hit these these dull spots and you kind of feel like you're just you know I, for me at least you get a little fidgety and kind of like okay where where are we going with this? Um, yeah, it's like all right enough yeah. of that. Let's yeah. Roll so on. I got you knew knew the movie that he wanted to make um, a little unfocused and it might just be from stretching the runtime um i wasn't crazy about it but it's on i gave it a five okay um so it's not like the worst of the worst it just wasn't wasn't for me um if if you don't like dead snow you're not gonna dig this don't don't even don't even waste your time this is a probably a little this is less tongue-in-cheek dead snow this is yeah yeah uh, it's not a farce or a, yeah i'm not a no no it's not it there's no kind of wink to the camera there's no um and it I feels a little humid semi human centipede uh, it doesn't even have that like gross out factor no um it because it really is especially with the um I mean, the budget couldn't have been much on this, but especially with the uh, the found footage aspect, they kind of do a lot of. Um, they kind of show you the finished product, or like there's some just kind of cheesy like special effects that you've seen been seeing since like Day of the Dead, where or the Reanimator, where um, clearly there's a person under the table, but it's just their head and it's a, attached to like a right. a, a puppeteer your body um but i i also was looking around and there's some people who who did enjoy this movie like enough to um 
put out some some uh, user reviews on IMDb and um, flipping through like um, just the internet, kind of looking more into this. And uh, people, there there is an audience for it. Uh, it's not anyone I know, so I I won't be recommending it. Um, Might be good, like, come up in conversation maybe sometime. Yeah, you, be- you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, I can like I've had conversations with movies I just didn't really like, but it like mm-hmm. they kind of stick in my crawl, and then like um, you're talking, you know, having a couple of beers, and you're talking, yeah. To something, you know, oh yeah, well this movie, this found footage from two thousand or from World War Two, like wait a minute, what? Yeah, found footage, and then yeah, or you know something like um, the Leprechaun or something, mm-hmm. or maybe that's a little bit too niche, but or too. Uh, love to hate it or yeah whatever you know but you know sometimes they stick in you for some reason mm-hmm. but anyways well swing and a miss but it fit, it's all right fit, it, it, it fit the uh yeah it fit the uh fit the, the time timeline oeuvre, the the time of year it's true um, well going from one monster to another mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Uh, you assign me a movie streaming on Netflix right now called Get Me Roger Stone. It's a documentary mm-hmm. about a guy. Now, I'm not going to read the IMD synopsis, IMDb synopsis from this. I'm going to okay. just kind of wing it. Sure. So this guy, for um, this guy Roger Stone, is one of is a is a guy who's been involved in politics since Nixon. Yeah. Um, and he's been one of these old. guys. It's almost a Force Gumpian type of career. Like he <laughs> shows up in pictures of all these famous people, famous politicians, presidents, and is in the background. And kind of like, uh, uh, unlike where Force Gump is just kind of uh, idiot, mm-hmm. uh, a buffoon, or a um, just a kind of a a pawn in the game of life. Game of Life. This guy is like a bishop or a yeah. uh, or a, 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 some kind of a, not a rook, but you know, some somewhere higher up. Mm-hmm. Um, and in is in the background and is happy just being known as the guy who gets things done. I guess. Yeah. Um, he's a he's a a, a Goldwater. Uh, conservative. He's he's he lives under that Barry Goldwater um, uh, uh, um, conservative uh, under that umbrella, and um, has in has a tat. This guy is a I don't even know how old he is now. Probably sixty, seventy, probably around seventy years old. Has a tattoo of Richard Nixon in the back, in the middle of his back. So he's. He's that kind of conservative. Um, mm-hmm. This guy is a. He comes off this documentary. I don't even know why he let this documentary be made because uh, it. He knew that it wasn't going to be portrayed in a, a flattering light, mm-hmm. um, but I think he's he likes narcissistic that. enough to just want his story out there. Because I, I'm he's I've seen him on TV, but I've never just it hasn't sunk into my mind. Okay, Mm -hmm. so the reason why his name is big now is because he was uh, a big guy on, uh, I don't think he was a campaign manager, but he was a high up guy in the Trump campaign. Mm -hmm. And then was he was fired from that. 
but he kind of stayed on and helped Trump get elected. Yeah. And what the the filmmaker, I should give him credit because this is really edited well. They got a, gr- a lot of great footage, mm-hmm. uh, stock footage, and a lot of good interviews um, and a lot of candid moments from Roger Stone. Uh, Dylan Blank or Dylan Bank and uh, Daniel DeMauro. Um, and Morgan Theme. Um, and these guys, uh, wow. It, so it, it tells the story of this guy who he's embedded in the conservative, um, or the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. And he is a, he's described by everyone that comes on as a, except for Donald Trump as a kind of um, a trickster or uh, someone who pulls no punches and, and does not dirty tricks, but maybe unethical tricks or maybe um, plays dirty pull. You yeah. Know? Well, his, his thing is he plays dirty, um, but he always kind of hides behind uh what have I done that's illegal? Tell me what's yes. illegal about this. Like, yes. that's... It's it's skirting the lines. Like he goes right mm-hmm. up to that line in his mind and maybe in a lot of people other people's mind and maybe in others he goes over it, but in his mind he he uh straddles that line or he toes that line, I guess. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't go over it. Um and he has a certain set of rules which I um, they go throughout the movie, and they say his different roles, which They're I thought really was generic. a little bit of a. I wasn't really thrilled with those. I mean, he had a certain set of like the Roger rules, or yeah, and it's just like eh, whatever that is. But, but this would this actually opened my mind up to like okay, so we go back to this, and uh, I think everybody listening to this show knows where both and I, you and I fall um, politically, but um, I, I think we both have an open up open mind enough to not i mean i i I don't think i haven't i don't think on air at least i've ever like crushed trump or like Mm -hmm. i've never like gone on a tirade of you know this person's evil or or not maybe i have but i don't think i have um but what what i found fascinating was how you know this whole make america great again Mm -hmm. like and I grew up when Reagan was running for president, or I was young. Mm-hmm. All those, all that stuff, that was all stolen. Like all, like all the stuff that. Well, that was all know, him. What? That was all Roger Stone. We, just, it was. It was he's Roger just Stone from the double Reagan. dipping in his own. It's, it's just like he's like going back to the well. He's like, mm-hmm. uh, okay, well, let's uh, let's make a uh, greatest hit hits album. Basically, all right. Yeah, we'll call it. Um. Uh, uh, um Hell freezes over, Eagles. Sellouts. Um, I hate the fucking it, Eagles, man. <coughs> yeah, I agree with the dude on that one. I do um, too. I'm not an Eagles. I, I don't get it. Anyway, um, but like um, that, where you know things, and 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 everyone says about like everyone thinks that like. Trump was just like a fresh new face and he's like, he's the the new guy and he's all these things. And maybe in their minds he was, he has been groomed for this moment in time 
since like the 1980, like 88 election. It's been that long since he's been like dipping his toe in the presidential waters. Mm -hmm. And it documents this, right? And everyone's saying, oh, he's he's not a politician. He's not a politician. Like, he's been like he's been in like he's been biding his time and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting until he found a a place where oh none of the candidates are good this is the one i'm going to get into right yeah. and and it worked and it like and whether you love it or hate it whatever it is it worked he he did it like it's been the longest run for candidacy like that i can even imagine you know, because they yeah. were asking like when he was like thirty eight or thirty nine, yeah, to run. Yeah, I, th- I feel like I really th- Roger Stone's yeah. been grooming him. Yes, for years, and it's like this puppet master, right? He, he really is. Like he has had his hand in every. Um, he's evil, Forrest Gump. He is. Yeah, you're right. He has, he even, like, it kind of, if I remember correctly, because I think I watched this the week before I assigned it to you. Um, he kind of, like, tanked the dole thing without, without outright saying it. It just, it kind of seemed like he was like, well, I, I'll, I'll manage this guy's campaign, but I'm not really feeling him. So he's, right. he's not going to win. Yeah. I'll just get into it's some insane. scandal. Yeah. 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 It's it's there's there's so much there's so much information here to unpack, and I'm sure. Yeah, there is a lot. There's and now there's Jones I'm shows sure, up. It's so weird. I hate that well, guy so much. I I it's like I'm sure that people could like shoot a lot of these theories and people talking and stuff down. I'm mm-hmm, sure, mm-hmm. but I I mean I'm guessing that 50 at least 50 percent of it is true i mean and a lot of it comes out of his own mouth right which maybe he's got an over i mean he is a narcissist i mean oh, to yeah. the nth degree i mean he is the epitome of i mean just his hairline alone is <laughs> he he it, revels in being he'd rather be hated than not known yeah oh, and that's one of his yeah, his rules right, right? yeah, yeah his, which is those like rules said, are so generic i feel like and and kind of a put on for the, I guess a yeah a way to a narrative story to, like a way to t- story tell yeah I guess. kind of break it into chapters and yeah, yeah yeah for sure for sure but it it was really fascinating to see the kind of people you need to have on your side whether it's either side I don't I don't care mm-hmm. whether whatever side that you need to get in your corner to sling the mud to get into the trenches and do the dirty work to get elected. Yeah. And you need that kind of guy to do that because, like, it it has gotten to the point, and it, it, it's not that it's that different than it was, hundred and or yeah, hundred and fifty years ago. Whenever you know it was, um, it was the Lincoln and uh, what's his name debates, mm-hmm. um, Lincoln and crap, I can't remember the name, but how there was such bad bad an- animosity between those two. So it like it's always been dirty and ugly. Yeah, it's just like you. It's always you see the smiling face of the candidate out there, and it's right. never the, you know, the guy that's like he has a hairpiece that's covering up the horns behind the scenes. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's a fascinating watch. I recommend this a lot. I mean, I, I gave it a seven. Okay. Um, I gave it an eight for. Yeah, I mean it. It's 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 um, I don't know how much of it. I mean, it is definitely slanted, mm-hmm. which. 
I, I'd rather be a little bit more unbiased, but like this guy seems very reprehensible, but I also know that there's probably people out there that find him informative. Well, just him going on Alex Jones is just fucking ridiculous. Like, yeah. like those boys, those guys being boys, it's like, you know, that kind of discredits him right there. But, yeah. um, I, I don't know. I like, I really liked it. It's, it's informative and it is, it's topical. It just won't hold up over time. I don't think, well, maybe it will I mean, because of it's, the historical value. Of yeah. It, I, I think there's a historical value of it. This guy is a big, I mean, in my opinion, he's a big reason why, um, American politics is the fucking disaster that it is now because yeah. after the, uh, Nixon campaign, he started a lobbying firm. And he basically made lobbying what it is today and with the special interest groups and, Absolutely, and all the yeah. money and, and just the all packs. the, yeah, super the packs, packs and super PACs. And he is the, he is the um, architect of all that shit. Well, fuck. I mean, it, if you want to know, Paul Manafort is in this movie. Yeah. He's in the news right now. He's, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> he's, he's on he's, house arrest right now. He's <laughs> asshole deep into it, right? Yeah. Um, it's yeah. just, it's a fascinating, it's a, it's a really, like if you're, if you're tired of politics and this isn't the movie for you, or if you're so embittered by it and you don't want to see any more and you're just disgusted by every way, and this will make you even more disgusting. If you revel in that, then mm-hmm. maybe that's, this is the movie for you. Yeah. If you're a masochist um, or, uh, uh, a far right person. <laughs> yeah, I I um there was a couple out loud moments where I'm like, what? N- no way. Yeah. Or or no way. It's a couple seriouslys. Are you couple. like? Are you kidding? Yeah. Me? Like yeah, a couple of those where you're just rubbing your face like. Oh, yeah. Really. How dirty is this? Yeah. yeah. And he loves uh, every minute of it. I I oh. am not surprised at all. Like, why he would allow this movie to be made because he he loves his role he loves playing the bad guy Mm -hmm. and and he just enjoys it and in in a certain way i kind of find him entertaining um but that's only if you take out the context of all all these negative impact that he's having um because he is he's you know a very loud and brash guy he's a you know, dresses ridiculous. He has these circular frames for, you know, whether he's they're reading glasses or sunglasses. He's just always like wearing these crazy glasses and and just dressing very loudly, very very brash guy. Um, and I I find some humor in that, but unfortunately, it's just that's only uh, on, yeah on i found it very fascinating of, i really did yeah it's um, it is fascinating but it's a little scary no oh, for sure and it's like and you know like if there is is creepy and weird and dirty and and kind of slimy and in the gutters as this guy is on the right there are those same kind of people on the left right. so it's like it's yeah. not like there isn't that same thing on the left. It's just like, this is exposed to me now. And it's like, woo. And I just found it fascinating how, like I knew like Donald Trump was always like, I I just thought it was all just kind of bluster and all that stuff. But no, he was a serious, he's been, he's been, (coughs) sorry. He's been, 
he's been um he's been uh you said it the best uh he's been making uh he's been getting Donald Trump ready for this yeah, yeah. moment for years yeah cuz he kept yeah. he always kept him very close yeah like places that i mean you know he's an incredibly wealthy man so i guess you know he has access to those places but Roger Stone was really making sure that he was shaking the right hands and meeting the right people and and kind of just showing him how to play the game and then yeah, yeah like all, it's a weird it's weird how some people how how different lives are yeah. from like their lives to our lives yeah you know like how different that world is you know uh and no wonder people get jaded into a place where they're yeah, right, um, really. That way, because, like, for me, you know, get up going to work every day. And, like, it, like if they, if I had to go up and, and do that work every day, I would be, I wouldn't be what I am right now, mm-hmm. for sure. So. Good movie. I recommend it. Good, good. Yeah, it's streaming on Netflix, so. <sighs> anyone, anyone curious can step up. Yes, and sorry, uh, guys, I am, not only is my dog chewing a big old, uh, I'll show Andrew, yeah. big old dinosaur bone. Oh, yeah, geez. Uh, so you might hear that femur? ambience in the background, but I'm also fighting a cold, and my histamines are kicking in right now, so oh, I might need to drink no. a little bit more. So, I am anyways. anti-histamines. Always been very anti-histamines. Uh, yes, very anti. Yes, yes. Um, what else did you... Uh, consume in the last two weeks um i mentioned it to you um we've talked in length about this before but i feel like it bears repeating i watched hell or high water uh, again and such a great movie yeah um yeah i mean it's it's not hard to find an episode Uh, there's a couple episodes where we we talk about it extensively, so I don't want mm-hmm. to and recommend it a couple yeah. times. But I think, and I, 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 this is one movie I haven't gone back and watched mm-hmm. again, I and think, I need, I think I need to, uh, just for the whole, the scene where um, uh, uh, um, Jeff Bridges and um, uh, Gil uh, Birmingham mm-hmm. are in that little town when yeah. they get there and they are are watching the one. Uh, the one bank mm-hmm. and they get into town and they're sitting watching the bank for a while. And then they go in and eat at the cafe <laughs> and then they come back out and watch the, the bank again. Yeah. That whole, that whole sequence right there just shows how great Jeff Bridges is. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's such, and, and well, and uh, Gil as well, because they're back and forth and uh, the, oh, yeah, the tension go that's like that below the surface tension between those two. Mm-hmm is is really well done yeah yeah absolutely i agree um and they, there's just so this is i think my fourth time watching through it um and there's just you know you get familiar with the story you get familiar with the plot there's just so many nuances in each main character's performance that is just um I mean, I, I it had some stiff competition that year. Um, what was it last yeah. year? I guess. Uh, 
So, I mean, it, it was up against some other really great performances, but it's just something that um, every time I've gone back to, I've loved it just as much, and, and I found more more to love. So, yeah. Unfortunately, it's not streaming anywhere. Um, but uh, worth worth renting. Um, it's probably a couple bucks on Amazon, or, or maybe Redbox would have it. But definitely... Mm-hmm. Um, definitely worth, uh, worth checking out. And, uh, I watched the first episode of Stranger Things 2. I really enjoyed it. And then as soon as I had time, I breezed through the other eight. Oh, very good. Yeah, very quickly. So, um, we, we talked at length. I think we spent dedicated two episodes to the yeah. uh, first season of Stranger Things and uh, it it's just incredible um, I think as far as like surprise runaway hits this is um, the original season of Stranger Things I think is right up there with Guardians of the Galaxy where it's just out of left field this you you were not expecting this and it's just such it's so rewarding but that's yeah. so tough to follow up because all of a sudden when it comes time to make another one, there's expectations. There's certain things that you need to live up to. There's certain things you need to build up, um, heighten, uh, things you need to pay off. And uh, I can't speak to Guardians of the Galaxy, but if um, if the uh, lack of stuff I've heard about volume two is any indicator, you know, it's, it's a hard thing to do. It's, it's, I don't envy anyone in that position. Um, right. but stranger things Two was able to deliver it all tenfold. Um, right. I, I might like this season better than season one. Um, it's tough to say not a lot of time has passed. We just finished it yesterday. Um, but man, is it good. And those, they just, they hit the jackpot with those, that core group of child actors. Right. Cause like you can screen test all you want and, um, and, uh, think you find the right people, but you know, child actors are tough. And then especially, you know, two years go by, they might be awkward and, gangly but of course these you know these kids were awkward kind of to start nerds. with right? yeah nerds to begin with so mm-hmm. but man just great casting great um you can you can definitely tell the budget's bigger well let me ask you this is yeah. it like i in is it something that people can jump in on um when the second season without watching the first season i wouldn't recommend it no, I, it's a, con, it's a oh, continuation. I know the first one's so much better or so good. I mean, yeah, so yeah. Better, Why would like you so want good. to, but no, I don't think so because you, you, um, you they're already established characters and they're not going to spend a whole lot of time. Doing yes. That and that's one of the things that I think makes this, it such a success is I, we kind of went back to going back to a previous conversation we had where, um, where we were talking about the Spider-Man movies where, you know, um, you have a good foundation and when you build on that, that's when you can kind of get something great in there. Um, 
So it, it did a great job of the world that they established, um, just building within that world and really expanding it and, and fleshing out characters and adding some new characters in there. Um, there were a couple things that I was kind of, I felt were a little lackluster as mm-hmm. far as, um, as there were some plot points that were just like, eh, I don't know why this is in here. I do feel like um, there's a couple things that maybe could have been on the cutting room floor for sure. Um, but you know, what, what TV show can't you say that about other than Mm -hmm. Seinfeld? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, they gotta, they gotta do eight episodes and they gotta, yeah. 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 Yeah, So they, there's how, uh, how was, uh, how was Winota Ryder? I think, I think we both were kind of on her. Yeah. I mean, she's still, she's kind of the same character. I don't know if, I don't know if it's her as an actor or, the script or or what but like she just her delivery is always just a little strange to me yeah um but she as far as um continuing that performance for for better or for worse she stuck to her character um yeah. i don't think she did a bad job but yeah again it's just one of those where it's kind of like uh, okay yeah so Um, But David Harbour definitely uh, played um, Sheriff Hopper. He definitely got a lot more to do this season. uh, Good. Yeah, he seems like a really good actor. Yeah, yeah. He did a great job. And uh, there were a couple – yeah, they they, – it was a lot less just Mike. It kind of – it fleshed out the whole group really well this season. So Right. Okay. Yeah. All in all, Very good. strong recommendation. Um, obviously, if you couldn't tell. Very, very good. Um, well, one of the things I watched um, from this year uh, on uh, on one of our, our friends' streaming sites, I guess, uh, I, I got to watch the movie The Miles Teller Joint uh, Bleed for This. Nice. Nice. Um yeah, nice, but you know, boxing movies are all the same. They're all the same. The only one that was different was uh, "Play to the Bone." That was the only one that was different because it took place in real time. It took place in two weeks. And it was done. Yeah, I love that movie so much because it was just fast, 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 done. Yeah, and, and then like they, they built up the characters. It was fun it was funny and yeah done you end up liking both characters and then you have to watch them beat the shit out of each other (laughs) exactly (laughs) every every boxing movie is it's it's it it just they have to tell you how much of a struggle this was for this guy yeah and i know like boxing is the most i mean literally you're stripped down almost nude Mm -hmm. or naked and you're left there to fight for your survival yeah. Like it's a literal sport. You know, it's it's something that's primal yeah. and hard to do and it's done by the the poor of our society. They're the people, you know, you go back years and years, I mean it like everyone that's on like the lower end of the you know, it was Irish and it was the Jews and it was um you know, all the all the the Italians, the immigrants, like all the people that were at the low end of 
uh, like they were all the good boxers because they had that. Yeah. Let's get out of the gutter. This like, literally fighting yeah, each they, other for they the money had to scrap to get out of this, you know, whatever situation we're in, you know, that's why we don't see the great white hope anymore. Cause the great white hope we've already got there, you know, we've mm-hmm. already like, like we, I know what you mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, absolutely. that's why we have this like great um, upsurge of like great Mexican boxes right now. Um, because like, they're the people that aren't like, they're not the people who are th- thriving right now in our society. You know, they, they have it, you know, and it, you know, whatever. I, I'm not trying to make a social statement, but yeah. Like, but I know I understand what you're saying about the the downtrodden, and that's with a lot of stuff. Is like that's your only your only way out because you don't have access to good education. You don't have access to be able to even pay for right. For, and like what what right minded mother and father mm-hmm. like. And they're like, okay, Jimmy, we can we can either do this or this and this, you know. Are we gonna play basketball, football? Yeah, you can't play fucking box. You know, they're not. It's not like soccer moms taking kids to boxing. Yeah, you know, maybe karate for a little bit, but other than that, you know. So, and and what you see is, um, and and this is a movie just like all those, uh, like, um, you know, uh, I I saw a movie Southpaw a couple. months or a year ago okay um i'm trying to think of all the recent boxing movies um i, I mean like even creed a bit of a surge, was like, yeah yeah i um like everything is you make it to a point and you get knocked down and then you have to build yourself back up and yeah. this is the same thing and it's, it's like the chumbawamba song yes exactly um and it like i'm like i like miles teller a lot um uh, it, it's, it's an okay movie. It's, it's just, it's just, I've seen this story so many times and I, it's like, I know what you mean. It, it, this, it's a true story and it like, Oh, the fighter, right? I mean, we see it in the fighter a little bit. Too. Yeah. Um, but that was a little different cause you see a lot more of the family structure and you know, whatever. And, um, I don't know. I would, I would say watch it because it's, it's Miles Teller. It's um, yeah, he's Aaron Eckhart doing a really good job. You get Katie Segal. Um, uh, Ted Levine is Lou Duva. Is I didn't even know it was him. It was fascinating to see him. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's good. I like. That. Yeah, it, it, like that blew me away. Um, but uh, watch it if you can. Yeah. Uh, but don't don't go out of your way to watch it. I guess see if it's I, yeah. if it's on TV because I think it's one of those movies that probably will be on a TNT or TBS <coughs> or you know something that shows up like uh, yeah like a regular movie. So because it's got a big name, got big names and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, and I <laughs> I did watch a big dumb movie, but it's a big dumb movie that I really like. Nice. Um, Sahara. I don't even know how I spelled it. Sahara. Sahara. Oh, well, before you dive into that, I gotta, I gotta break the seal. Yeah, have at it, bum. B R B. All right, Sahara. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, back whenever I was, uh, I think I just, I started dating Brooke. And, 
in hanging out with her family, her and I, her, or her brother and I have become, we're, we're good friends pretty much from the start. And he's kind of a crazy, always practical joking, but always uh, like, we're always, we're pretty close. And he was big into books on tape, which like literally books on tape, Mm. like, you know, you get a whole sleeve of book tapes, (laughs) you know, it costs you 55 bucks and you listen to a, um, a book and you can run them from the library and stuff like that. But, um, one of our, one of the people we used to listen to all the time was, uh, this author called Clive, Clive Cussler, Cussler. Yes. Yeah. Clive Cussler. And he had all these adventure, uh, books. It was like a, a low rent Indiana Jones, um, but they were entertaining and like he'd always tell some kind of like introduce some kind of history and stuff. Mm-hmm. So what um, in 2005, the movie Sahara came out and this is uh, one of his more uh, one of his more popular books. And it was it stars um, uh, Matthew Conaghy and Penelope Cruz and Steve Zahn and William H. Macy, Rain Wilson, uh, Delroy Lindo, uh, Lenny James, a bunch of people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it was a big Hollywood production and it, it really fell flat. I think in the theaters, uh, it, it, they were, it was a summer release and they thought maybe we'd get a big, you know, that might've been, a the next big, uh, you know, next big, uh, uh franchise, right. Yeah. Maybe mission impossible. stuff. And it was like $130 million budget. And I think it only grossed like 119 million. So obviously then we're, weren't going to go into it uh, anymore. And, you know, after that, then <laughs> McConaughey blew up as an actor, you know, back then he was just a big, dumb, good looking guy, Hell you know? Yeah. Um, but he could act and, but I oh, have yeah. a, a soft spot in my heart because there's so many references to the, the books that I liked and, um, and they actually did a good job of it. I mean, it's a it's a well produced movie. There's, I mean, all kinds of production value. A lot of, I mean, it is like 130 million dollars worth of production, right? And it's it's a it's a, it gets convoluted and stuff, but it also follows a storyline from a book. And um, uh, for some reason, I just really like it, and it's fun, and it and, and it's cheesy at points, and uh, but it's an adventure. It's it it kind of reminds me of uh, the Brennan was it Brennan Fraser mummy movies. Yeah. Kind of like that, you know, like, um, not, not quite as over the top, but there's some elements of it as well. Like they do some stupid stuff too, you know, um, but fun. Uh, let me see if it, I don't think it's streaming anywhere. Um, anyways, I, I watched that and I, I really enjoyed it. It was fun to, uh, dive back into that. Cause I saw that in theaters, uh, when it came out just because I was so in love with that whole series. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, streaming nowhere. Um, <laughs> you were saying about Hell or High Water. It is if you have uh, Showtime. It is streaming if you can get it on Showtime. Yeah, there you so, go. Yeah, recommended. Yeah, strongly. Uh, nice. Um. So I also. Kind of, I mean, one of the reasons I didn't watch a whole lot of movies mm-hmm. in this time off is because I was just into the World Series. There you go. Uh, how did you watch a whole lot, or you kind of in and out, or um, kinda, yeah, I was very interested. no, I, I was very in and out. Uh, I like I said, I or like I was telling you rather, um, I do. I love playoff baseball. Is it? It is another level, um, and I'm not really a big baseball fan. Um, I think like you. Uh, it 
it is so easy to get into though because it is just such well the stakes like each yeah. pitch is like there's so much riding on each pitch and you yeah. know the do a good job of 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 heightening height, heightening that drama you yeah. know and that's um, that's the problem was, with the you know 162 game season is it's just the stakes yeah. don't feel like they're there yeah um but uh yeah so we we had guests in town all week for basically most of the series so yeah I mean, I mean, well it was a lot. it's <clears throat> um Sorry. No, no worries. Uh, <coughs> it, it happens to the best of us. Uh, okay. There we go. What my whistle? Okay. Uh, so, I know this is not the. I mean, it's a brew and view podcast, so I was mm-hmm. viewing these kind of things. So there you go. Uh, but it, it's it is drama, and it is like action, and like in this World Series in particular, like last World Series was like probably you were really invested in that because yeah. you know uh, you're from Chicago, your mm-hmm. Cubbies were you know uh, what 108 years or whatever They're it was rocking, from, yeah. From their last uh, title, you know, <laughs> there's generations that went by without seeing any any title. Yeah, it's crazy. But you know, this, I mean, it's the Houston Astros and um, and the LA Dodgers. Mm-hmm. I had no rooting interest at all. It was just, I don't know what it is about the, and I would urge anyone. I don't maybe I don't know if it's interesting for anyone or not. You know, like even if you don't like baseball or if you've fallen away from baseball. But like next year when this time comes around, you like not even the first two rounds because the first two rounds can kind of be kind of you know who are these teams, what are these teams? Yeah. But the the league championship series and in the World Series themselves, like tune in for a game and see and see what the the hype is about because right. it was worth it. It was like it was fun and like I was watching five hour games. You know, I wasn't watching them straight through. I was like in and out with the kid. You know, trying to make him watch and he wanted to watch. Americans funny some videos and I was like, eh, or dude perfect. And I was like, whatever. What if we didn't? Um, what? Go ahead. <laughs> Let's watch America's home funniest home videos. What if we didn't? Yeah, exactly. Um, and we watched it again tonight. So, uh, but and there are some funny things on there, especially the cats. They make me laugh. Gotta hate cats. I know, but they do stupid shit too. It makes me laugh. So I don't know. I just I felt I needed to bring it up because it was a reason. Yeah. There was um that was one of the things I viewed this week or you know in the last week or two weeks that uh, we've been off and mm-hmm. I, I found it fascinating, just infinitely fascinating. Like and my wife has, I mean she'll watch a little bit with me, but um she doesn't get it. And if if at one point you did like baseball and yeah. have fallen out of love with it, it's, it is absolutely worth watching the postseason. It's so easy to get back into it because um. Yeah, I'm I'm not really into baseball, but as soon as um just it, it's it's like it all comes back to you. Yeah. So. Yeah, and all the games are great except mm-hmm. for the last game, the last game. There was some drama like early, but then, you know, the Dodgers kept leaving people on the bases. Yeah. And spoiler alert, they lost. Yeah. Um, Houston went I'd... away with it. 
So, yeah. Uh, but I think that's pretty much all I watched. And, and yeah, a little bit of Dude Perfect, which is a fun show. Dude Perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that show. What's it all about? What's the deal with Dude Perfect? Mm-hmm. They're fun guys. They're good. It's good kid TV. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And well, it, they started out as like a YouTube guys that like made like crazy tricks like crazy basketball shots and stuff uh-huh. um they're from texas and then they've actually spun it off to having their own uh tv show on nickelodeon or something so and it, well of course my son fell in love with them on on youtube dude perfect so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so but we've gone i've gone on pretty at good. length yeah um should, that's uh, okay well maybe we should Tell people what, yeah, well, we, or we, we got tell some, each other what to watch next week. Some assignments to dole out. Some, uh, yeah, some recommendations. Yeah, I, uh, I got one for you. Uh, yeah, Mr. Francis Ford Coppola in 1974, he made uh, a movie called The Conversation. Oh, some starring, light light lifting. Man. Yeah, starring Gene Hackman, and uh, it is streaming on Amazon Prime. And I think this is one of my movies that I swore I was going to watch this year. I think. But maybe not. I don't know. Well, the time is now. Yeah. I know. I haven't done any of that. That uh, I think that was called our uh, our New Year's resolution. Yeah. I've really only gotten I think you did one, some right? of the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> uh, oh, well, that's that's a lot. Yeah. it's It's been an undertaking. But, you know, still still uh, still working. There's still time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right, right when Oscar season's kicking up and kicking yeah, in. yeah, that's when I want to delve into some, yeah, some wizardry and witchcraft. Yes. All right. Well, that is a heavy, mm-hmm. heavy, heavy thing. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna have you watch something you should have watched before. Yeah, there you go. Uh, streaming on on Netflix. Um, and it's heavy. It's heavy lifting too. Uh, but uh, I find it infinitely fascinating. I say that too much. Uh, Michael Clayton. That's okay. Uh, George Clooney at his best. Yes. I think. Um, a really good, really good movie. I th- is this some... It's not a Michael Mann movie, is it? I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Michael right. I mean, it feels like a Michael Mann, but I, I don't think it is. I think the last good Michael Mann movie was uh, Heat. Tony Gilroy. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I feel like I've seen... Hmm. Um. Well, I'm gonna try and find another good Michael Mann movie post Heat. But uh, what have you got for the the viewers if they don't want? No. Watch? Yeah. So I'm a little bit of a um a Halloween hangover. We're mm-hmm. three two three days out from it. Uh, if you go to Amazon Prime, you can find a Bobcat Goldthwait. Uh. uh a directed movie called Willow Creek. It's a found footage movie um, that he's not, he's not like uh, putting the genre, like setting it on its head and, and doing anything crazy, but he does effective storytelling mm-hmm. with two, I wouldn't say subpar actors, but run of the mill actors who do a lot with the script. And I, like, there's points in time where you're like, 
eh, what's going on here with the actors but like for the most part they pulled off it it's 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 to say it's good enough is is kind of short shrifting it mm-hmm. um but uh but there's a lot of foreplay let's put it that way oh hell yeah so all right uh yeah i i i want to check that one out too um so it's a, it's a it's a definite departure from what he's usually doing. I mean, what world's greatest dad? Yeah. Uh, um, what else? I'm trying to think. Of what uh, else he's... Uh, what's his name? The clown. Um. Oh. Clown. Oh. Bob. Where's Coco the monkey? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, shakes um... the clown, right? Chase the clown. What? Sh- shakes the clown. Didn't he do that? Maybe. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm lost. All filmography. I'm talking about Bobcat. Yeah. And Willow Creek, God Bless America, World's Greatest Dad. Uh, he did a bunch of. He did Windy City Heat. I thought he did. Yeah, Shakes the Clown from 1991. Oh no, he was in. Well, he directed it too. There you go. Yeah. Your your memory serves you correct. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm looking at uh, what's his name, Michael Mann. He uh, yeah, he might have peaked with Heat in '95. Um, the Insider's not bad with the uh, right. Russell Crowe as a whistleblower. Ali's. I mean, we already talked about boxing movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Collateral, Miami Vice, Public Enemies, Black Hat, all. Yeah. Mm. Mm, yeah. Mm. Nice try, Michael mm. Man. Nice try. Yeah. Way uh, to go. But I got one um, that you assigned to me a while ago. Um, it was streaming on Fredo Flicks. Uh, and on. Uh, yeah, so now it is streaming on Netflix, and I'm very. Excited to go ahead and recommend uh, Chappie from 2000. Yes, 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 yes. yes Love yes, this flick. It's a fun, good yeah. flick. It is, and uh, uh, I'm I'm excited that it's streaming because it is a nice. It's weird to say it's heartwarming, maybe, but. I yeah I I definitely fell in love with Chappie so oh yeah there's yeah. characters in here there's it's character rich mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> yes that is true um but it's a it's a great movie uh and uh I, I it's a much lighter like District Nine is is a great movie but it definitely has uh um. It's it's heavy subject matter and and can be a little heavy handed at times. This is a little bit lighter, a little bit more digestible. Yeah. Um, well, you get well the the all the fun parts of District Nine mm-hmm. where Shark Shark Cooper, yeah, his character that was all the fun parts. Now, if you put his character in a robot, who's you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's a little bit more fun. Uh, oh man, he's so great in in uh, oh uh, hardcore Henry. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really he was. I mean, he's just an over the top actor, right? I mean, yeah, he's, just, he's that's a great. He he's, he's a fun. He always gives a fun performance. Um, but I'd like that to see him just, in subtle, though, right? I feel like I could see him um, reining it in and giving a very like nuanced performance. I feel like he he probably has that in him. But I could see him in a we'll uh, Tarantino film, right? You oh see him, yeah. Oh right? yeah. Absolutely. That that seems like a a match made in heaven, honestly. Yeah, get rid of uh, Tim Roth. Just kick him right the fuck out of all here. <laughs> yeah, Tim Roth. It's it's time to go, buddy. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a great call. Um, I like it a lot. Uh, yes. Yeah, so um, next week we're going to be talking the conversation and Michael Clayton. The conversation is streaming on Amazon Prime. Michael Clayton is on Netflix. Um, their streaming recommendations this week are Willow Creek from 2013, which is streaming on Amazon Prime, and Chappie from 2015 streaming on netflix and uh before we go our separate ways uh mr orange peel emailed us oh i just i mean i'm literally just looking at this for the first time okay yeah go ahead all right well uh it was just checking in and telling us about some of the movies he saw um he watched it um and he says if you didn't see the 1990 tv miniseries starring tim curry as pennywise then it was a really enjoyable adaptation of the book um, but of course, uh, he says Bill Skarsgård can't compare to Tim Curry. Um, and, uh, he gave it an eight out of 10. Uh, the dark tower said he wasn't familiar with the, uh, source material. Uh, so he was pretty open to it. Um, <laughs> he says it wasn't the worst film I've seen this year. And he gave it a five and a half out of 10. And, uh, my favorite is the mummy, um, <laughs> where, he says, I came out thinking, what was the point in that? <laughs> and uh, gave it a three out of ten, said Tom Cruise was an odd casting for the role, which... <laughs> well, I, 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 I mean, I think this is the whole, what, it's the whole universal monster movie. Yeah, the dark universe. Like, Yes, yeah. Why don't, yes, you just, yeah. why don't you just do the originals justice and make some quality movies? Yeah, don't, don't make them blockbuster. We don't something. need to. Yeah, we don't need to have another cinematic universe. What uh, was that with Benicio del Toro and um, Anthony Hopkins? The Wolfman. The, yeah, the Wolfman. That wasn't too bad, right? Like I saw. That I liked once it. it. Um, <laughs> I think I saw it. Like I think I saw it in theaters twice because there used to be. I used to live right by a cheap theater where it was two dollar movies. So it's like. Even if the movie was okay, if there was nothing going on, you're like, eh, we can go see a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I, I didn't think that was bad. Um, but to round it all out, um, he also saw Brawl in Cell Block 99. Oh, yes. Oh, I want to see this. I, like, I saw too. the trailer for this, and I was, like, intrigued. He, he said he stumbled upon this after listening to TFV, which I assume is the film vault. Yes. Um, yes, yes. And uh, he really enjoyed it. Uh, I wonder. I wonder how he's doing with the after disaster. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, he says uh, he thought Vince Vaughn did a great job. Some of the fight scenes were a little too gory, but great nonetheless. Definitely worth a watch. And gave it an eight out of ten. Oh good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I've, I've been. Uh, I yes. I Anderson. I think Anderson talked about this, and I think it's the same guy that did. Um, the same guy that did Bone Tomahawk did this okay. one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mr. Peel. Yes, uh, yes. It's nice of you to check in again. Yeah, we appreciate it. And he uh, says, 
Keep up the great work, guys. Hoping the next episode will be out soon. Well, you only have to wait about another half hour. There you go. Your wish is our command, buddy. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, thank you for checking in with us. If you guys want to email us, uh, brewingviewpod at gmail.com. We also mm-hmm. have a Twitter account that we uh, kind of infrequently check, but if, yeah. if you interact with us, we'll be pretty on top of it, I think. I'm, um, I'm so, like, Tourette's-y about Twitter. Like, I'll go months without even checking it, and then all of a sudden I'll start yeah. tweeting out a couple things uh, and liking I'm I'm the same way. I do such a terrible job of, like, it's 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 too much of a commitment. Because All of a like sudden, if, I'm like, I'll uh, I'll blast our uh, our latest episode. Yeah, and then that it just yeah I don't know. Um, no, but you're we're, some you're better at it than I am. We're on Twitter at Bruinview Pod. Uh, if you do reach out to us, we're we are pretty good about responding to people. We're just not the best about staying on top of getting out ahead of the the game right. or whatever it is. Are we on Stitcher? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, but we are on the sauceloungecom Uh every single episode is up there, along with uh Matt and Andreverse Society, a show I do every week with uh Matt from Matt and Andreverse Society. And uh you are on spandevoid.com every week. You bet. Yes, and we're uh we're uh a little light right now with oh, our oh. uh Actually, yeah, Matt, he's not going to listen to this. Matt, I don't know, Matt's gone for a while. So uh, <laughs> it's just been um, uh, Ryan, Jim, and my myself, uh, Karen Lode. Last week we had uh, Ken on and uh, your buddy Ken, your, yeah. your good friend. Yeah, my, and, uh, my it, uh, it sworn into, enemy Ken. Without Matt, it even devolved into some political talk, which I had to uh, uh, stand up for all of us communists. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Oh, shocking! Stupid Ken had something stupid to say. <laughs> no, I've I've never met Ken, and this is all this is all uh, a a a long running joke. I have no ill. That's all right. I don't think you listen to this. Oh, thing. feelings towards Ken. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, just, I like him. I, I mean, he he does seem like a nice guy. I just I think it all it all no, started no, when he great. said like, uh, <laughs> he liked bench warmers more than Happy Gilmore. I could not let that stand. <laughs> Dude cannot <laughs> abide. Yeah, I do not abide, sir. Um, yeah, but uh, the best way to uh, support the show is to send us beer. Um, and the second best way it, that it's really just, that just really ensures sh- that we can keep the show going is if yeah. beer shows up at our doorstep, we usually hit record about a half hour after that, or just just a quick tweet or shout out or something, mm-hmm. and just say, "Hey, I like that. That was funny, guys." Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Please. That's do that. all we ask. I don't even want reviews. Reviews, yeah. fuck them. Yeah, or, I mean, like we're never going to get enough to like actually make a difference. So. I mean, maybe we will, but who who cares? I mean, I think we're both kind of of the mindset. We're more concerned with the fans that we have or the listeners that we have. I feel weird calling them fans because they're kind of yeah. just they're friends. We're, they're friends of ours at this point, which is great. Absolutely. Um, so, Master's head out there. Yeah. On the P&W. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah Mr. Yeah. in Dallas. Out in yeah. Dallas. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah. So... We're just happy to interact with the people that we interact with. Um, yeah. So, yeah, if you're listening to this, you you know where to find us. Um, maybe maybe pass along to a friend who 
either has a a, a drinking problem or likes to watch. Hmm. <laughs> well, I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Bye. right in my pocket I would live in the light things were just the way they should be when from out of the sky like a bomb comes some little punk in a rocket now all of a sudden some strange things are happening to me I had friends I had lots of friends gone, and I'm doing best I can, carry on, I had power, I was respected, but not anymore, and I've lost the love, the one who my door, let me tell you about a strange